I am Nikki Howard, and you are listening to The Success Recipe. You said everyone should be on the same time. I don't I know. care. I know that doesn't make sense at all, but I just feel like it would make life very easy. Yeah, and um, I used to live in the States too, so I know the, the time struggle of trying to communicate with people over here. It's like, I'm used it's to insane. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Where did you live? Um, I lived in uh, Boston for five years. Mm. That's cool. So yeah, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. Uh, I just moved back to New Zealand two years ago. Nice. Yeah. How's it going? It's good. Yeah, it was a bit of a struggle to adjust because you know yeah. America was like not real life. It was just amazing. But hey, it it happens. Yeah, I think that's anywhere that you're not home. You're like, oh, this is not. This isn't even real life. Exactly. Like, um, do you guys have Corona over there? We do. Yeah, it's great. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys dealing with that too? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been pretty crazy here. Um, I've been working from home for the past two months. So like a lot of people everywhere. So yeah. yeah. Nice. So great. We, it hit everyone. Yeah, we we went into pretty much like a full lockdown in March. So. Yeah. Same. You know. Yeah. Should pray. Yeah, and whereabouts are you in the States? I'm in LA. Nice. So what's yeah. it been like there? It just madness, chaos. Just people yelling in the streets. It's like I, there was just a full parade. My um, desk is like in front of the street. And so there were like six cars like, reopen LA. And then you have like the mayor being like, it's the law to wear a mask now. And you're like, you can't just make up laws. Like mm. I thought there was like people that had to agree. And like, you see, he's like, this is the law now. Like, okay. Just like, <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like you're, you can just do that. Yeah. When you said parade, I thought you meant like people celebrating the Rona or but no, <laughs> no they're protesting yeah, yeah. It was like a, but it, from their car social distancing all oh, right so yeah that's good they're, they're being responsible protesters which i appreciate if you're gonna do it you know play by the rules yeah yeah awesome. all right well cool um so yeah i was just gonna ask you a few questions about what you do um <laughs> yeah seems like you all do right. quite a lot um well, yeah renaissance you, woman yeah i mean <laughs> I'd, I'd say triple threat, but they might be selling you short, but oh, stop you, it! you know, you do a lot of things. You do the, the modeling, uh, actress, comedy, fitness. Um, yeah. What do you basically do if you could summarize it? I do whatever I can to the best of my ability so that I don't have to have a nine to five while still doing what I enjoy doing. So I've somehow been able to do what I like to do. I like to exercise. I like to write. I love comedy. That's like my passion is making people laugh. And just pretty much my goal has always been like, how can I do what I love to do and be financially stable doing it? Like, I don't need to be a millionaire. I just want to like be financially secure and get to do what I love to do. So I've just bust my ass and it seems to be going well. So here's uh, yes. hoping it continues. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I first came across, I guess, uh, your work when you started releasing uh, your music videos. 
Oh, wow. Long time follower. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. I think that one of the first ones you did, I don't know how I came across it, it just came out and I was like, this chick's hilarious. And yeah, <laughs> Thanks. it was awesome. So yeah. I've seen uh, a couple of times you've had your mum. Yes. On, yeah. How hard was it to twist her arm to uh to Not at all. My mom is like, she was born <laughs> to be a star in like the 19, like she just is just the center of attention. So when we're together, usually I'm very like, ah, I'm here. And everyone's like, oh, she's going to do some weird shit. But when I'm with my mom, it's like, she's the one who's just like, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm a star. And I'm just like, okay, Linda, let's do you. So yeah, it was not hard at all. She's loves to be in front of the camera. <laughs> and what, uh, what was the inspiration for creating those, those videos? <laughs> um, honestly, it was because I was, I'd been, uh, the only reason I ever went on social media was because I, when I first moved out to LA and made one of my best friends now, um, she was on Instagram and she was telling me that she's like, you, you need to be on Instagram. And I was like, I, I don't care what anyone's do. I don't care if Rihanna's eating an apple. Like, I don't give a shit. Why would anybody care what I'm doing? She's like, you don't understand. I'm making like two grand a month just from Instagram. And I was like, I'm listening. So she was just like, you, and at that time I had been, I just moved from New York. I had an agency. I was just modeling full time and acting and she was like just take the photos that you already have you've been modeling for years already just put them on instagram so i just started doing that and then thank god i started when i did so that kind of began the snowball effect of people saw my pictures i grew a following i was getting more jobs um but still tr focusing on comedy however i could um and acting so I would go to jobs and I would shoot with people and they're like, you, you need to show more of your personality on the internet. Like if this is what you want to do, show it. But, but at that time I already had this, my Instagram was just like a bunch of modeling pictures. I'm like, these people didn't sign up to follow someone for her personality, you know, that they don't want to see that. And they were like, well, just, just do it. Just do it. So Anyway, I was like struggling with it. And then a few years went by and I was just like, I'm so, I, it felt like a chore. Like, I'm like, I'm just putting out this image of like who these people want to see. It's just like, I mean, it's me, but it's not really. And it just feels like I'm, I have like this alter ego and I don't want to just be some like hot girl on Instagram. It's like, that's not, first of all, there's no longevity to that. <laughs> Second of all, it's like, I, it's not really who I am so I just was like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna like I started <laughs> I <laughs> I made friends with this 12 year old girl who was like you have to like make these videos like all my friends in high school are doing this or no middle school and I was like okay so I like started making these videos and I was like I'm just gonna post this I don't even care I don't care if I lose followers like this is funny to me this is who I am I'm just gonna put it up and like if people like it they like it if not then whatever and thank god people were very receptive to it and then slowly i was just like all right like i'm just gonna do me i don't care if like people are like they don't want like there's plenty of hot girls go pick one pick anyone on the internet like this is you're just gonna see me and it's was the best decision i ever made yeah. <laughs> two things glad, glad you did it and and secondly that damn millennial 
with her wise, wise <laughs> advice. It's like Yoda. I'm like literally getting my neighbor's daughters like on TikTok. She's like, yo, you're on TikTok? I was like, let's make some TikTok. She's like 11. She's like, what is, I, I got to keep up with the kids. Yeah, no, it's like a reverse fountain of youth where they just know all this shit beyond their years. It's unreal. She's like, I don't even know the slang anymore. I'm out of it. And yeah. I just learned who Takashi 6 9 was. I had no idea. I'm still struggling with the term shook. And if I'm using it yeah. right. The, we've just, my mom used to be a grammar teacher. And like, I can't actually say the, I can't say the terminology because it, it like drives, this is not grammatically correct. And we're all just fine with that. It's not real I was life. Shook. That's not, that's not even how you use that. And right, then, I'll go, and, that's another tangent yeah i know i mean I, I was about to take it so far like even you can't you can't make it um old english by saying shooketh like i just i was shooketh yes. yeah <laughs> i was shooketh when the time came yeah. so Let's how start doing that. i hope that comes full circle we just start talking in old english again it just starts it goes so far this way and it comes back and we just do it all over again shakespeare shooketh shooketh Someone put that in a wrap. Um, so how early on did you know that comedy was your passion that you wanted to pursue? For, uh, since I was a, a wee lass, if we're going there. Um, yeah, I, I always loved, I grew up just kind of escaping with comedy and like my, um, I remember I was like a kid. My mom, I love her to death, but she, because she's older she has no concept of like what's relevant for children so like i grew up watching south park with my brother because my mom was like it's cartoonist for a child so this is like I, that's what i grew up with and i was just my mom was like you want to read read i'm reading chris rock's book my brother's reading howard stern dirty words in the back of the car we're like not even like 10 yet just reading my mom's like good for my kids reading but it's like this is just like and I, I kind of had a troubled youth, some shit happen. And so the only thing that really got me through it was comedy and just laughing. And I saw the power in being able to turn someone's life essentially around just by, you know, making them laugh. And it makes me happy to make other people happy. So I knew I wanted to do it. And I've always been a goofball class clown. And um, I, ended up going to a performance arts middle school for acting. I did that and then I went to a regular high school because that was like three hours away and I had to take like a train and a bus and a bunch of shit to get to school. Um, I was like, I don't want to do that. So I did plays and then I went to um, the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts for like college in New York and I was acting out there. But I think my biggest struggle that I've had is because I look a certain way, nobody assumes that I will be funny because generally there's something societally, if that's a word, women don't feel like they can be funny or they want to be like the, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I just know that not a lot of people that I meet are very funny that are women that look like me. So I, I don't know. I just like, I think sometimes people are afraid to like, I don't know, make themselves look bad or dumb 
but I love it. So that's just what I've been doing. Um, but yeah, I forgot the question. <laughs> you see, um, all the other things that you have or, you know, the other skill sets you have as a way to help further you with your comedy? Yeah. Well, I've just been kind of, my, my thought was always like, I'm going to be a comedic actor. Like I've had this plan in my head since I was little. I was like, all right, this is, I knew like, I've always been like, this is not, I'm, I was never naive to the fact that I, I wasn't gonna, just going to like move to LA and like, I'm an actor now. I was like, okay, so realistically, if I'm already modeling, I was in high school, I started modeling in high school. It's like, I'm modeling. That's a great way to, you know, I'll, I'll work and I'll make it through acting school. And then hopefully that'll get me some commercial work. And then from there I can get a theatrical agent. And, you know, so I ended up essentially doing that after years of that, but the roles that I was getting, they weren't the roles that I wanted. I, I, I wasn't getting comedic roles. I wasn't getting like, I was getting like, you know, very serious and like, uh, just a lot of stuff that, I mean, it's awesome, but it's not, it's not my passion. So I just kind of realized now, thank God it's all happening at this crazy time when we have the power to meet people that are doing what we want to do and, and, and put stuff out that we want to put out and kind of paint the, picture of what we can do and what we want to do um hopes to kind of facilitate more of that which is what i've been doing <laughs> yeah do you see um an emergence of i mean let's just call it what it is like good looking female comedians and, and sort of role models that you can can look towards to help you to get to that point as well I mean, it's not even like, it has nothing to do, I think, with looks at all. It's, it, it doesn't have to do with like, you know, uh, looks. It doesn't have to do with a gender. It's just like, I just, if you work hard and you truly are good at what you do, like, it doesn't matter if you're good looking or you're ugly, if you're fat or if you're skinny, if you're black or white, like, if you are good, people will watch it. And, you know, look, look at Michelle Wolf. I mean, do you know who she is? Michelle Wolf rings she's a bell, a but... She's, she's hilarious. Her voice, she knows it. She makes fun of it. It's, she has a very shrill voice. And if you watch it, you turn on, you're like, this woman's voice. But you keep listening. She's fucking hilarious. Like, people are watching it. She's huge. She's, but it's like, doesn't matter what your fucking voice sounds like. If the words that you're saying are funny and you were good people will watch, you know, it's just, just my opinion. So it's like, I don't really, you know, I'm grateful that I live in a time now where it's like, I can do this and I can have people watch it and, and support me and grow. But it's like, I don't really care what anyone else is doing. I just want to be the best that I could be. It's not a competition. It's like, I just, I just want to make good shit. And so you've got a podcast yourself too. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. That's right. Represent. How's that going? It's going well. Oh, it was like, uh, you know, I, it was like right before everyone was like, I'm starting a podcast. But I was like, it was like right before. So I was like, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, what can I do? What more can I, I want to do everything I can do just so that I feel like if I fail, it's like I tried literally everything. So I was like, let's fucking podcast. Let's do it. Let's go. Um, that's another thing. It's going well. It's just like, 
you know, I think um, it was a lot more than I had anticipated just as far as like learning how to do it. Um, and then also like, what are we, what do we talk about? Um, but I mean, we're almost at our hundredth episode. Haven't missed an episode once a week. Um, and it's just fun. It's like, just, I mean, I'm going to sit down and talk to my best friend either way for an hour. So it's like, why don't we just record it and like put it out, see what happens. And so it's been cool. It's like, you know, just another thing. Have you had any uh, standout or most memorable episodes? Um, we've, you know, it's funny because we just living here and doing what we do, especially Sydney, um, who I do the podcast with, she knows a lot of people. I know a lot of people. And we decided we wanted to like start having guests on. And so we just ended up calling people that we knew or we had met. And so we ended up just uh, Simon Rex is a friend of ours, um, who's a comedian, Dirt Nasty. He came on. That was hilarious. M M I happened to meet Jack Osborne, who like we hit it off and I didn't realize that it was him. And then like we became friends and then he was like, I'll come on your podcast. But it was just like, that one was a great episode for me. Um, I, I, my mom's come on a bunch. That was always is a blast. Um, but yeah, I mean, probably when we have people on, it's more memorable than when it's just the two of us chatting. Yeah. Nice. What What's your ultimate goal uh, with comedy? Um, I would like to make as many people, I would like to reach as many people as I can, make them laugh consistently, and make money doing that. That's what I want to do. What style of comedy is yours? Are you like solid dad joke, mom joke, or what's your take? No, what's your approach? Just like observational, just kind of what I, I just write about what I know. I think it's like stories. I mean, my mom is a trip. I just like, just literally if I could just see her do something and then I just recite it back. It's, that's it. It's like, this is, it's, I'm, I don't even have to work for this shit. But I think it's just like, observe, I mean, I don't know. It's life-based, mildly self-deprecating, just not very joke, joke, joke. It's not very John Mulaney-ish. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't really know what it is right now. I mean, I'm just kind of new to the stand-up game particularly. So I'm still kind of finding my legs and hopefully I can get back on a stage soon so I can get better. Yeah, hopefully everything can just open back up. Yeah, that'd be nice. So have you have you um, been on stages? Like, have you been in the, the stand-up scene for a while now? Not, not terribly long. I think I started uh, December of last year. And then what the world shut down. Nice yeah yeah so not very long but uh i've just been writing and you know i just consistency i think is key so it's like you know just consistently writing consistently when the world was open just going up and fucking eating shit and 
keep keep going up and like fixing it and I just I yeah I think it I get stage fright because I care you know it's like I, I'll go to a shoot I don't give a shit it's like whatever and it's like I don't care if I get this audition I'm not nervous for it because I don't care but this is like oh I'm so crippled with anxiety mm. why it's like I I'm in front of like seven new comics also who like are you know but it's just it matters to me so we'll see hopefully I can get through that <laughs> with with the work that you're doing at the moment if if majority of your work is digital based has COVID impacted your day-to-day at the moment a lot it has in in the sense of auditions um just for actual theatrical shit though I will tell you be prepared for a lot of animated content because I've just only been getting voiceover auditions um modeling stuff obviously is it's been a little weird but it's funny because I think people are starting to shift now even though the world is starting to come reopen but um you know normally I'd be going to castings I'd be going to auditions it's not happening so companies are starting to look for models who have access or live with photographers to shoot to send them clothes to shoot for their website at home essentially um so it's it's interesting to see the way that business is adjusting but luckily i have uh, i'm able to work from home in a sense of like you know make videos for bang or bosha or whatever it is like you know ads for the internet i guess i'm sure there's a different more proper word for that but whatever fuck it um so yeah i mean it has but it i have i'm doing enough to where one segment is not i don't have all my eggs in one basket i guess so yeah what's your (laughs) what's your biggest challenge been in your comedy journey so far a fucking COVID-19. I'm like, <laughs> it's just like, I, it's very hard, you know, to, I, like I said, my style of comedy is very observational and it's very like experiences and people I meet and like just the way that my brain sees them. So I felt, I went through kind of a hump where I was just like, I feel so creatively unfulfilled because I can't, how am I supposed to, nothing is happening. I have nothing going on. There's nothing for me to interpret as weird because I haven't seen anything new. So I just kind of had to allow myself to like, just live, like plant a garden, put up some shelves. You know, it's not all about, if you can't work right now, like you can't force it. So just got to like exist and just try and keep myself busy. So I got over that. Thank God. I'm just like, you know, you have to surrender to what you can control at some point. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> rough time at the moment. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, it's like, I'm alive. I'm healthy. My mom is healthy. Like, let's just put it in perspective here. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'd say that's been my biggest challenge. So, currently. <laughs> yep. And do you have any advice for uh, anybody who is wanting to 
walk a similar path to you and, and really pursue comedy as their passion? Just do it. Just fucking do it. Like, don't make excuses up. Like, I, I spent so long thinking, like, I, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. And the only reason I started was because my friend Stevie looked at me and was like, you are doing stand-up comedy. Like, we're doing, you're doing it. And like, forced me. It was like, you're going to an open mic with me right now. Write something. You're doing it. So just, just fucking do And I did it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then just keep doing it. Don't give up because it's hard. Don't, don't just sit around thinking that you'll do it one day. Just fucking do it. If this experience has taught us anything, it's like, you never know when we're not going to be able to do the things that we want to do, the things that we need to do. So it's like, just take the opportunity, just fucking do it. If, and, and, and give it a solid, proper try. Don't just do it once and be like, it was hard. Like, if you really want it, fucking do it. And if you realize that you don't want it, don't pursue it. Because you won't make it. That easy. It's that simple. That's, it's that easy, guys. <laughs> do it or don't do it that's that that's what i'm trying to do with a podcast and i just trying to do it yeah you're fucking killing it look at you up at 6 a.m tomorrow go get her (laughs) i haven't even lived through this time you are time traveling because you were so dedicated to this hey i'm like that yoda girl that lives next door to you i know shit (laughs) just flossing (laughs) i know something you don't know i'm time traveling